0: Hey, what's good podcast? It's Tom. Listen, can you imagine being a teenage girl growing up in a household and one of your parents is incarcerated? And on top of that, it's a house where domestic abuse and violence is a happening thing every day. Would it surprise you to find out that a young lady who grew up in that kind of household is now an adult who mentors other young ladies in that same kind of household? In today's episode, my dear friend Barbara Neguero stops by, and we talk about a program called Seedling, where that kind of thing happens. It's going to inspire you. It's going to motivate you. It's going to make you want to get involved in some way to change your world for the better. I hope you enjoy.
1: This is the Backpack Friends audio experience.
0: Hey, y'all. This is Tom. Listen, uh, we are here at the amazing uh, Biltmore at the Park here in Pflugerville for the podcast today. I'm sitting here. I'm excited. I'm super excited because right (laughs) next to me uh, is my friend Barbara. Uh, Barbara and I met about four to maybe five years ago. I don't know how long it's been. Um,
1: Jim was president in what, 15, 16? So somewhere in there. Okay.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Um, So here's here's the real short scoop that I'm real excited about is um, I show up at Rotary that day to talk (laughs) about backpack friends and that kind of thing. And I think Jim gave us a check and helped uh, feed some kids. And uh, I sit down. There's one empty seat next to me. There's one empty seat in front of me. And next to me is uh, Barbara. And (laughs) so we just sat down and started talking. Um, And you know how sometimes you meet somebody, right? You just meet like a total stranger <clears throat> and um, then you leave going hey I, I think I could hang out with her I think we should go get barbecue and we should go to Rutherton's and eat uh, and so that's what we did it was like it's like I never I never saw her I never knew who she was in town until I did and then it's like she was everywhere like I saw her at the the uh, what the, the auxiliary Mm-hmm. Maybe stuff.
1: American, Legion, American Legion, all of it.
0: Yeah, the American Legion, the Rotary, um, Chili Fest, yeah. like Deutschen Fest, like all these different things.
1: I tend to be everywhere.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah right, right. Um, and so, one of my absolute favorite things to do with her is to uh, just call her up and go, "Hey, how do you feel about barbecue nachos today? Let's go to Brothers Brothertons and eat." <laughs> um, so anyway, so that's a little bit about her. Um, but I want you guys to know that I get the feeling that she's that way with everybody, right? I get the feeling that she doesn't meet a stranger. I mean, it's pretty much whenever you meet her, you know, um, she's, she's the kind of person that I, I like being around um, because I think she's, she's witty, and she's smart, and she's hilarious, and she's got a heart as big as Texas. Um, and the funny thing is that we met at this Rotary thing. And the Rotary motto is service above self.
1: Yes, that is.
0: And um, I think that is who you are. I think that's kind of at the core of you. Um,
1: I, I love living life that way. I have a passion for helping others and giving back. And so Rotary fits so in line with that. Um, I can't imagine life without it anymore. Rotary will be lifelong for me.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's a great, it's real, got such a strong presence in Pflugerville. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's kind of at the heart of who Pflugerville is and right. what we're trying to make it. Um, so there's there's a ton of things about that, that that I want you guys to know. So number one, um, to everybody listening, this is Barbara.
1: Hi, everybody.
0: Um, <laughs> um, we're going to
1: talk a little bit. And there's two things that I want us to talk about real fast. One is... You do something called Seedling. It's a mentorship program. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, and we can
0: talk about that. Uh, and then also want people to understand a little bit about your background, about maybe what fueled you mm-hmm. to get to where you are today. Because you didn't grow up in Pflugerville. Right? I did
1: not. I grew up in Kingsville, Texas. So that town, everybody tends to be in everybody's business. You can imagine. It's a small town. It's true of everywhere where it, it tends to be uh, just that place where you're, you're never going to get away from... Um, the rumors and the gossip and some of the negativity that goes with it, and it just it wasn 't where I wanted to be an adult, yeah, so um I met my husband down there when he was going to college, and he graduated college May seventh of two thousand and four, and we moved up here may twenty ninth of two thousand and four Wow, yeah, really? we were just done, <laughs> and so, yeah, and so you guys have been married 14, uh 16 and, sixteen and a half years, okay. so july twenty seventh will be seventeen okay. Yeah. We got married. We were both 22 when we got married. Um, He's, he's my blessing. He's absolutely amazing. Love him to pieces. Um, He, he took me out of a world that I didn't need to be in. And so I'm, I'm grateful for him every day.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Tell us, uh, tell me a little bit about the seedling program.
1: Um, I joined Rotary um, officially January of 2015. Within a couple of months of joining Rotary, Seedling was a presenter at our club and I was instantly hooked. Um, Seedling is specifically a mentorship program for children of incarcerated parents. It is not something that this world tends to track, those kids that, that are going through that kind of an adversity, uh, but it does. It has such an effect on a, on a kid to have one of your parental units in prison. I knew that firsthand. Hmm. and it was something that reached me as a kid to to have one of your parents just suddenly disappear for a mistake that they've made or whatever um, but to just have them gone and you have to figure out life without them for a while for however long it is Um, and so I knew that Instantly, I wanted to be a part of it when my mom passed away. I ended up with thyroid cancer about six months later um, That was in 2011 and I was I was stuck at home 13 14 hours a day asleep sleeping and I'd still wake up exhausted And it was it was not what I wanted to be doing, but it was what I was stuck doing I got out of that and I just I didn't want to stop um, once I got my energy back, it, um, I'm, I'm a force to be reckoned with, I guess. It's just who I am. I'd rather be busy than bored. And right. so I live my life that way. And starting to work with kids and it just, with Rotary and everything, took off from there. And then Seedling came into my life and I've been mentoring the same beautifully wonderful young lady um for six school years now i met caitlin in when she was in seventh grade and she is graduating from high school this year and it's it's a bittersweet i'm so happy for her and i'm so proud of her um but i'm gonna miss mentoring that little girl Uh, she's she's amazing she has grown by leaps and bounds um to see her grades from where they were to now her temper from where it is to now her personality just just grow and expand and to know that you've you've been able to impact one young kids that one young kid's life that way is so meaningful um to to see the change in her and and she has amazing parents she has a mom and a stepdad that are absolutely wonderful but to know that you've had a small piece of that to be that person who shows up consistently um to motivate you to believe in you um it's incredibly impactful and important and i really hope that if anybody hears this, if you're looking for a way to give back, if you're looking for something to be a part of that's bigger than yourself, and if you have that passion for working with kids, then, then find Seedling. Um, yeah. Because it's, it's great.
0: Yeah. So you started mentoring her
1: mm-hmm.
0: when she was 7th grade, 8th grade? 7th grade. 7th grade. And yep. now she's a senior. And now she's a senior. And that's, and that's not, to, in my eyes, that's not a small part of her life.
1: No, it's right? not. It, that's that's a, six years. That's a significant
0: that's, part yes. of her life. Um, and the thing that that I may have gotten a little emotional last week, but I won't tell you if I did or not. But the, <laughs> the thing that the thing that I was I was just blown away by was as we were talking last week that here's my friend, Barbara, that I've known for a handful of years now. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know your background, your, the way you grew up, right. um, parent incarcerated in the system and all the things that you came out of when you left Kingsville. And now to see you significantly pouring into this girl that you've been mentoring, Mm. Um, you helped her get a scholarship.
1: Yes. So seedling, it's it's an incredibly rare opportunity that they offer because they don't do scholarships for high school seniors. They do scholarships for eighth graders. Eighth graders. Which is it's not not unheard of, of but it's it's very rare that you see a program doing that. But as an eighth grader. Um, she went into it, not not really believing she was deserving of it, and not, so it took a little convincing. And so I brought all the paperwork one day and we talked about it, and I convinced her to apply for it. And she had to write an essay, and i I wrote a letter of recommendation for her. Um, and out of, I believe, there was somewhere between forty and sixty applicants. It's I've slept since then, I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> but she she won. She was one of three children awarded that five thousand dollars scholarship. Wow. Yeah. And for a kid kidten, it's eight-
0: huge for her.
1: For a kid in eighth grade when you're struggling to believe in yourself, When you're struggling to believe that um, you are worthy, or that you can go to college, that you can, you deserve to to have a higher education. That scholarship was the catalyst for everything she did in her in her high school education. Um, she is she makes all A's. She has done incredibly well. She was captain of her volleyball team for a while. To to see that that scholarship being that catalyst for that growth for this young lady, uh, was incredible. And so we are still incredibly grateful to Seedling for that and. You're going to be at her graduation. I'll be at her high I yeah. absolutely will be at her high school graduation. I, no way you're going to miss that. She has been accepted to six different universities, one of which is UT. Wow. And so she's absolutely excited uh, from a young lady who didn't believe she would go to college to have so many offers. She is beyond happy and proud of herself as absolutely. much as I
0: am proud of her. And empowered. and Yes. Yeah.
1: She, she can't wait um, for this young lady to have gone what she went through. And now, for the career choice that she is making for herself, she wants to be a social worker. She wants to go into an industry that will help children like herself get through these kinds of situations. And that's the difference that Seedling makes. It's, it's absolutely amazing. I'll be at her high school graduation. I know that I will be at her college graduation someday, and someday I'll be at her wedding. It's absolutely. Just, it's that kind of a bond and, and a connection that yeah. you make with these young people. Yeah, You think
0: about uh, how many kids, like I I pulled up some statistics earlier, uh, last night, um, that 93% of all mentors say Mm -hmm. they would do it again. Absolutely. It's overwhelmingly a positive experience. It's a great, you know, fulfilling thing, not just for you, but Mm -hmm. for her, right? Right. For the the mentee that you're involved in. That participants Mm -hmm. on both sides of the aisle both say, absolutely, I would do this again. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm thinking about thousands of kids whose parents are incarcerated, who are in the yes. system. Right? That are just, they're, they've become kind of throwaway kids. They've become these, these kids that we, we overlook, we don't service well, all mm-hmm. those kinds of things. If, we, if those kids are listening to mm-hmm. this, um, middle school, high school students, elementary school students, whose parents... Um, are incarcerated or they're living in homes with um, abuse or drug or alcohol addictions or violence or all that kind of thing and you and you would want to encourage them i mean what would you what would you say to them
1: i would probably start with the circumstances of your childhood do not determine who you are as an adult Mm -hmm. you get to take all of the experience that you've you've had as a child and you get to decide how you react to those you get to decide what you take with you into your adult years Mm -hmm. you get to decide who you want to become regardless of your situation and your circumstances. And that's what I did. Um, There are a lot of people who get to grow up with amazing role models, who they want to be like, who they want to portray themselves after. Um, And I grew up in a world and I had a good family. Um, There was some wonderful experiences and some some wonderful people in it. Um, But there was a lot of people doing things that they shouldn't. And I got to watch all of that. And from a very early age, I let that be a lesson to me on who I did not want to be. I did not want to be a drug addict, I did not want to be an alcoholic, I did not want to be in a situation where domestic violence was a constant. And so I made that choice at 10 or 11 years old, that I I was watching everybody going through what they were going through and decided that that is not who I wanted to be. Um, I grew up in a fairly aggressive household, Um, I had an older brother, and if he's listening to this I'm sure he'll be pissed, but it is what it is, he is who he is. Um, It was almost every day uh, that he would beat me. It's just. Of, of how I grew up but he didn't get to decide who I became right um, no matter what situation I went through um, and he's still a violent and aggressive person and there's a lot of reasons why he is no longer a part of my life I made that choice to cut that negativity out of of my adulthood um, and I don't regret it for a second but no matter what I went through no matter what negativity or what bad was there I didn't bring it with me I let all that go um, I would also tell them that it is okay to forgive um that doesn't mean that you're allowing it back into your life that doesn't that doesn't mean that you want the negativity to go forward with you it means that you're forgiving them because holding on to something like that does nothing but hurt you. Holding on to any kind of hate or anger does nothing but harm you. It does nothing to them. It doesn't change who they are, yeah. but it'll change your inner makeup. Um, and I didn't want to be an angry person. So I learned to let everything that happened go and, and be who I am. Yeah. Um, but to, to help them learn that it's okay, that what is happening to them does not make them who they are. It is just something that happened to them. Yeah.
0: Well, and I think that, that that's the beautiful thing about that is... Um, it's that it's the, that perspective, mm-hmm. right? Of of your past doesn't determine your future. Those things that happened to you, or circumstances that happened to you. Right. Um, I heard somebody say one time. I wish I'd have said it first, but I heard somebody say that um, you can go anywhere you want to go. The hard part's not going. The hard part is not determining where you want to go. The hard part is trying to determine what to leave behind. Yes. Right, the, you have to decide. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take this with me. I'm gonna leave this behind, and I'm gonna go build the life that I want for myself.
1: Exactly. Right.
0: Um, which I think is, I think, you know, I think God for people that will pour into kids who are struggling with whatever they're struggling with. Right. I mean, it can be dyslexia. It can be nope. grades. It can be SAT. It can be um, just not having a, you know, having absent parents, whether they're incarcerated or just. They're both working two or three jobs and they're just not right. around. They're not available. Um, to have somebody in their life that's that's healthy and happy um, that they can they can go to, that, that they, they can lean on and right. that kind of thing. I think that's a huge thing. Um, well, that,
1: that's the key to life, right? Just be happy. Whatever you're doing, be happy. Right. Be happy with who you are. Be happy right. with where you are and what you're doing. And if, right. if you have goals, work hard and right. achieve them. Um, it's and if not always don't like it, change it. Exactly, right? that's right? it's that simple. It's,
0: it's, it's <laughs> a difference. One of the things that that that, um, that we we talked about, and I don't ever want to be insensitive to no things that happen to two people, but you can you can be a victim of something without becoming mm. a victim. Exactly right, mentality of yeah. this this now defines me. I mean, I, you can be things can happen to you, and you can decide that that's not going to be your future. Yeah. that's just going to be something you you learn and you decide okay this is what i don't want to be and you mean right. you 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 have to fight for it you have to work hard for it sometimes yes. right um but that you we live in like this land of opportunity where you can do anything right. you want to do you can become anything you want to become exactly. all right so if people want to get in touch with um seedling if people want more information
1: mm-hmm.
0: about how to get involved with Seedling, where do they go?
1: Seedling.org. Right.
0: Yes. And too, you y'all, I have to say this that um, I know you're. If you're listening the audio, of this you can't see and you probably don't recognize Barbara's voice. <laughs> um, but those of you in the Backpack Friends Nation, you will know yep. that she's been a longtime supporter of us and what we're doing. Uh, you probably will see us around town together eating chili or barbecue or sushi. Phas, apparently. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, right. (laughs) Right. So um, if you needed more information, you can drop a comment um, below. You can hit up me on Facebook. You can hit up Barbara on Facebook, um, seedling.org. Go to to backpackfriends.com, and we'll put a link there uh, under the podcast. Hey, thanks for listening. If this podcast has brought you any value, if it's motivated you, inspired you, or caused you to want to take action and help make your world a better place, please subscribe to the podcast. Send it to someone who might need to hear it just as much as you do. Also, I've had a lot of people ask, what can we do to help Backpack Friends? It's real simple. Go to backpackfriends.com slash donate, and for as little as $10 a month, you can help us wipe out weakened hunger. That's what we're doing, and we couldn't do it without the Backpack Friends Nation. I'll see you there. If you have any questions, give me
1: a shout.